Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. Whole sports all plays. We're making a place, we're talking the game, get you to the days We're high in the court, the dying in the lane Variety topics, living the same Authentication, sports information In the airways, taking the nation Sport all plays, they're working your faces Grace at the field, so type the laces All sports all plays What's up, everybody? Welcome to Easy Money, a sports betting show. Friday, June 10th, 2022. Got a big show today. Going to talk UFC 275. Uh, previews, like a preview and prediction show. Also go through today's uh, slate of uh, baseball games and the uh, NBA NBA game tonight. Uh, if, you, hey, if you were watching yesterday, we, we had a great day yesterday. We were 6-2 and two overall, and, and our best bets was 4-0. Oh. Our baseball picks this week have been... Uh, Best bets have been 10 and 2 on the week. So if you're watching, you've, you've had a chance to win some money. We got a special guest today, uh, Rayleigh Barrett Valdez, also known as Pride. Uh, if, you, if you haven't watched him, you need to jump, go check out pridefultakes.com. He has a great, great podcast over there going on. What's going on, Pride? Oh, I am special, all right. You know, I am special. Yes, it was one plus one is I say three. So I'm definitely special. Chris, I love being here. I love being able to talk to you. Because every time I try to talk UFC yeah. with someone, one of two things happens. Yeah. Either A, I low-key expose them for like <clears throat> for not really knowing anything, or B, I end up being the smartest guy, which is if I'm ever the smartest guy in the room, that's a problem. So for me to be able to be in the presence of a veteran to learn more, that's what I'm here for. So I appreciate you having me, Chris. Oh, you, you know you're always welcome to come on my shows. Hey, what? What do you think about this card? I think it's going to be a pretty good, uh, pretty good card, especially the last uh, two, two or three fights on the card. <clears throat> Honestly, I'll be honest. I think every single forget potential. I'm because usually when people say potential, that's kind of like their way to cop out. The especially the last three, those are all going to be bangers. No disrespect to Valentina Shevchenko, but Santos, she. She don't give Valentina problems. Now, in terms of predictions, we'll get we know, we'll cross that bridge when we get there. But it's gonna be straight bangers. You could have literally put two midgets as the opener, and then a a crippled guy and a dead guy as a second fight, and this card will still be a banger, right? Like that's how high powered the final three fights are. So, um, I I think a lot of you know, this card has the potential to mess up a couple divisions. Like, this thing is going to destroy some, like, has the potential to destroy some uh, some divisions. So, uh, but I, I think it's a hell of a card. I think it's going to be a, it's going to be a fun one to watch. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm just, 
<laughs> there were some concerns that Glover might probably wasn't gonna make it. There were some concerns that Jay Wei Ling wasn't gonna make it. Like, there were all these concerns. So to be able to see it to fruition, you know, to see them all kind of weigh in and everything was on the up and up, you know, it's 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 perfect, you know what I mean? So yeah, now nah, this this card's a banger, bro. 100 percent Yo, Chris, you good? It's like your boy taking over. This is this is now prideful takes, ladies and gentlemen. Look, <laughs> this card's gonna be a bang. Now, like I said, I'm I'm away for Gonzo to come back, so that way you know he can join me with the predictions and whatnot. Look, if you are not a UFC fan, this is the card I highly recommend that you look at. If you like, you know how everyone has the conversations about who's the greatest of all time and all this stuff. You have the opportunity to see one of the all-time great females in Valentina Shevchenko. You have the opportunity to see her. And there's another woman who used to be in that conversation before she kind of, you know, hit a little bit of soap and has every potential of coming back. Joanna Yen Jacek. I'm telling y'all, if y'all have never seen UFC before a day in your life, this is going to be a very entertaining card. Obviously, you got the main event, Yuri Prohashka. With his, I wonder how he's going to wear his hair. But Yuri Prohashka versus Glover Teixeira. Basically an old guy versus a young guy. Who's going to win? God knows because <clears throat> anything can happen in the UFC. It's going to be a banger. It's, it's going to be coming. If I am mistaken, I believe it was Singapore they said it's going to be coming. It's going to start at Saturday, 10, uh, 10 p.m. Eastern time. That's when oh, the main card well, just happened, dude. It's fine, bro. I took over. This is my show now, Chris. You can use this my show. All of a sudden, they said that I had no, they couldn't detect no cable uh, connection. I'm like, hey, I'll pay my fucking bill. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> You're like, everything goes to snuff. Fuck out of here. But now, I was just telling the people, bro, that like, if they've never seen the UFC before, this is this is probably the card they should honestly look at. Because you're gonna see one of the like two of the of the all-time greats in terms of the female division in Valentina Shevchenko and Joanna Yanjacek. Like yeah. th this card right here, this card is basically one you need to watch. I, I I implore everyone, if you have never ever seen a card before, or if you've been curious about the UFC or anything like that, this is the card because you're gonna have three bangers back to back to back. This is not going to be Carla Sparza versus Rose Namajunas. I promise you. Oh, no. And if it and if it is, you can kill me, and I'll take it on the chin. But I'm telling you, this this is the card you want to look at because, woo, is it's going to be a very entertaining card. And not only do you have two of the best women, then you get to see a veteran like Tashera. Mm -hmm. even, even in his 40s, has been has been on top of his game as a champion. Hundred percent. Yeah. Like, and I said the same thing. Glover Tashera is really an old guy. Versus a young guy, but you really can't count Glover Teixeira out. Like that's one thing I won't do. Like this reminds me a lot of Michael Bisping, right? Where all of a sudden, you know, 
your, your last opportunity, you make the best of it. Now, it's the difference because with Michael Bisping, you know, it kind of was a short notice fight, et cetera, et cetera. But I will say it's kind of the same because they're both, they're both guys towards the end of their career. They won the big one. It's going to be very – because, again, Yuri Prohashka is a problem. This is what only his third UFC fight. Yeah. But this kid is a savage. He is a legitimate, no debate at all savage. And it, it, it's going to be very interesting to watch not only how he handles it, because this is going to be his first championship fight. I'm going to be curious how he handles it, but also on the on the flip side, Glover Teixeira. If you know this guy's going to this guy's a savage, what's Glover Teixeira going to do? Is he going to try to work more ground game? Is he going to try to stand and bang with him to prove a point? Like, that's something that also, you know, people aren't really talking about. So, you know, it, like that in the beginning, I, I think like the first 30 seconds is going to be hardly anything done. And then all yeah. of a sudden, one of them is going to be like, okay, I got a feel for him. I know what he's going to do. And I think it's going to be Yuri who, who starts initiating it first before anything. And one thing about Glover Teixeira. But he is he is at his best when he is rocked. I've never seen a guy get rocked like Glover Teixeira. And when he's rocked, somehow have more composure than when he's untouched. That's something about Glover Teixeira no one really talks about. It's insane and it's oof. it's gonna be a good one. Oh yeah, I think that's gonna be a good fight. I do. I think I think Tashera is gonna to have to take that fight to the ground some, and that's a weird fight because I can see either guy winning by a knockout as well. So I mean, mm -hmm. especially in the early rounds. But I think the longer the fight goes, it favors Tashera because of the inexperience of uh, Prochaska. Oh yeah, no, I'm I'm well. I'll be honest. I don't think it favors anybody the longer it goes. I don't, I don't think it favors anybody. And the only reason why I say that is because Glover Teixeira getting older, his cardio yeah. isn't the same anymore. So when That's he starts true. getting into that, he's going to slow down. But again, same thing with your problem. We haven't really seen him go those deep rounds. Again, this is going to be the first time in the UFC that he's going to fight five rounds, like a five-round fight. This is going to be the first time. So if it goes into like the later third round, early fourth round, are we going to see Yuri Prohashka kind of start getting tired? Or on the flip side, are we going to see him panic and then him reach for a knockout only to get clipped by Glover Teixeira? Yeah. Like, you know, it's it's it, it's very it's, – it's a, it's a thing where, to be honest, both guys want this thing to end midway of round two. In a perfect world, that's where they were ending because they still got something in the tank. They can still throw out some good solid shots. They still have enough energy that, you know, if if Glover goes for a takedown, Prashka can stuff it or whatever. But yeah, if it gets past the third round, it's going to come down to who's who has the better cardio, I, I believe. And like you said, with uh, Tashera getting older, you don't know if his cardio is at that same level. And Prochaska, we haven't seen him in a championship fight, so we don't know why what his body is like after the third round. So exactly. I, I think if it goes past the third round, it's going to be an interesting fight. It will because Yuri, um, Yuri believes in terms of his cardio that he's fine. Now, I do want to take his word for it 
But you know who else said he got good cardio? Conor McGregor. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> like, you know, I don't want to say he's got the worst cardio, but uh, there's a reason why he favors knockouts because he, he can get out of there quick, right? Oh, yeah. So, um, but we'll, we'll, we'll see. And for all we know, it might not need it because, like I said, I think, I think the round two is going to be a slugfest. I believe round two is going to be a slugfest. Because after round one, there's going to be, like I said, about 30, 45 seconds of them kind of pawing each other out, figuring some stuff out. And then, like I said, I think Yuri Pahasa is going to open up first. Round two is going to come out, and Glover Teixeira is probably going to be like, all right, I think I'm losing this round. I got to do something. So he's going to be the aggressor. And then Yuri's going to be like, hold on, this is kind of uncomfortable for me. Why is he the aggressor? Then he's going to start aggressing. And then next thing you know, there's going to be a sloppy, sloppy exchange that, you know, yeah. Whoever, whoever, first one to land the first blow kind of wins at that point. Oh yeah, that's true. Uh, what do you think about this first fight that we have? Uh, Jocelyn Edwards <laughs> and uh, Yo uh, Yo Ramon. I don't want to be mean, but I I think I think this one's gonna is just a you know. Just have something, get it out the way, and move on. Type of situation. I, I, I'm not even trying to, you know what I mean. I, I don't want to be rude or anything like that, but I don't see anything, you know, between these guys. You know, I don't really see anything. Um, I'm more interested in in the um, in the other welterweight one, um, Fahalo versus um, uh, what uh, uh, Matthews. I think he's I think he's an Aussie, but. Yeah, excuse me. That, that one I'm more interested, but this one I, I I think it'll be okay, you know. Um, unfortunately, I do believe it'll be the worst on the card, but not because I, I think for me, if you put this fight on any other card, people would probably care more. But I think it's just the fact that like you got three bangers, and like I said, Matthews versus Bahalo, that in my opinion could be a legitimate contender for fight of the night. And not just that, you have two, you have two of the top women ever fighting on right. that card. So so other women fights aren't gonna get the same attention because you already got the two the two big ones. Yeah. Mm-hmm. hundred percent. So but Edwards is a minus one minus one eighty four favorite. Pascal is a plus one forty two underdog. Uh but I actually I like Pascal to win this fight. Actually, I like the underdog. Uh she's a decent striker. Uh, has has decent power, and uh, she's a good counter puncher. And this Edwards will sometimes with her high volume gets a little gets a little reckless. So I, oh, I, I, I can see my, my biggest it, knock on her. My biggest knock on her is I don't think she gets. A, I think she gets reckless. Who, I think she gets talking? reckless and and huh? Uh, who are you talking about, Pascal? Uh, uh, Edward. No, Edward. Yeah, see, that's what. That's my knock too. I think Pascal's will be able to land some counter punches because of her recklessness. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and, and and that's kind of why I don't. I, that's why that's why I'm with you. I think Pascal wins because I just think I was, she's gonna open herself up to just too many. She's gonna go in blitzing, and Pascal's just gonna like patiently wait. She's gonna let her do her first blitz attack to get the timing down. Let her do it again, and then the third time she's gonna hit her with a swift right. She's gonna hit her with a swift right, and it's gonna put her lights out. Yeah, I, I think Edwards Edwards path to victory is a, a, a quick knockout. Other than that, uh, 
I see Pascal just being able to counter punch. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm definitely with you. And then you have uh, Ling Na against this. Is, these are the prelim fights. Ling Na against yep. uh, Gomez uh, Juarez. Oh, Juarez, yep. Juarez is a minus one forty six favorite. And Na's a plus one fourteen underdog. Uh, this this here's like a fight of two different styles. <laughs> mm-hmm. you, got Go, you got Gomez with his great boxing, but Na's Na's a great grappler. I mean, he has twelve submissions on twelve submissions. Uh, so, if he, if he can get this fight on the ground, Gomez could be in trouble. But on their feet, I think Gomez striking is just going to be too much for him. Definitely, and it's, it's going to come down to a, like a lot of of Lane's um, submissions are of the armbar variety. Yeah, it almost as she like she reminds me a lot like when she fights, kind of a little bit like Ronda Rousey, where when you go to the ground. You're not going to get a choke, right? You're not going to get a Dars or a North or a North South, or you're not going to get a guillotine, nothing like that. You're not going to get a a, um, a, a knee bar. You're, you're not going to get anything like that. You're gonna. You're not even going to get a Kimura. You're going to get an arm bar. Like you know, as soon as you get to the ground, there's one submission that she wants. So what I think is going to happen? I think she's going to she's going to try to keep shooting for that takedown, and she's going to try to do that. And you and what said about Gomez, <coughs> she's a great boxer, but she can't stop takedowns. So it's not like she's one of those boxers that like if you go if you shoot for the takedown, she doesn't know what to do. And she's kind of like, oh great, we go down. Here we go. She's not like that at all. Yeah, no, she has decent grappling. Right. Yeah. And, and yeah, and she's got these. She's got very respectable defense. You know, or takedown defense. You know. Yeah. She's got very respectable takedown defense. So. Well, the thing about Nah, she don't. It's not that she shoots in. She she likes trying to just pull guard. She uh, she gets yeah. a lot of her takedowns from scramble positions. Exactly. Like, uh, doing double. <laughs> exactly. Right. And 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 that and that's what I'm saying. Like with 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 a fighter like Gomez, you're not gonna be in those scrambles that often. You're really not going to be in those scrambles because Gomez was going to want to keep the feet, the fight on her feet. You know what I mean? So it's like Nas going to have to work some takedowns. But again, you're now working takedowns against someone who, you know, is able to, to you know, make you work for it. It's going to be a very awkward situation for Nas. And I mean, maybe, you know, she can go and, you know, um, maybe she'll be able to, you know, get that one takedown or, you know what I mean? Somehow get into a scramble or something. But honestly, man, I, I, I'm have to go with the favorite again, because I just don't, it, it's very bizarre. And like, and you pointed out perfectly, it's very bizarre for you to love submission, but not work the takedown. It's very bizarre for someone to have double digit submission yet not really care for takedowns. Yes. Now, I don't know if it's because she doesn't care for them or she can't do them. I don't know what it is with not, but like you said, a lot of the positions she gets is purely off of scrambles where and they're kind of panicking and she kind of just, you know, snakes her way in. Because listen, during the scramble, she's ridiculously fluid. Yeah. During the scramble, Nas is very dangerous. That's the problem. If you need to overly depend on scrambles, that already is a very, I don't want to call it a rare instance, but it's an uncommon instance in MMA, right? So it's like, there are some fights we see where zero scrambles happen, period. 
Again, and, and a lot of those happens when you fight a boxer. Oh, and what is Gomez, by the way? A boxer. So now you're kind of, you're, you're, she's putting herself in this awkward situation. I'll be honest. If I'm not, I don't want a submission. I'm standing and banging with you for at least a round because you need to spice it up. You need to, have, you need to throw a third dimension in your game at least for a round. Not to say that she doesn't have it, but in this fight, she doesn't have to throw it in there because think about it. If, if if you're basically hoping and praying we get into a scramble, Gomez is gonna laugh and be like, I, "I'm chilling. Like, yeah, I have I have this outside and just box." <laughs> exactly. And on top of that, let's say she does for some reason, you know, end up, you know, you know, trying to go for a takedown. G- Gomez is like, "Look, I can stop this," you know. Yeah, she has respectable I- takedown defense. Right. So you know what I mean. So it's it's not like an instant where it's like a Conor McGregor. Well, and I hate to keep using his name, but when you go there for a takedown, it's like, all right, cool, boom, yeah. or or even or even uh, Cody Garbrandt. It's not. It's so when you go to take him down, and it's like, all right, cool, here we go. That type of thing. It's a situation where you gotta earn your takedown, and if you can't get it, and you're just resting on the on the cage, that's not that's not looking good in the eyes of the judges. So, um, not has a very very steep uphill battle. And to be honest, I think the hill is too far to climb for her. I'm giving it to Gomez. Yeah, I, I like Gomez in this fight as well. I, I think Gomez is going to be able to keep the fight mostly on the feet, and and, uh, and I think that's bad for Nah. Uh, so I'm going to go with the favorite, uh, the slight favorite in uh, Gomez as well. Which, which honestly, I'm very surprised that it's a slight favorite. <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought it was going to, and I don't I don't want to sound disrespectful, but. I thought it was gonna be an even bigger. You know what I mean? Like I thought she was. I thought now it's gonna be an even a bigger underdog. Yeah, I, the I fact figured, that it's just like a very minor one. I figured Gomez was gonna be like plus two thirty somewhere. Somewhere. Yeah. Like I thought at the bare minimum two hundred. That was yeah. that was just when I first saw. It, I was like, oh yeah, two hundred. And at, when when they came out, it was like it was last time I checked. She was like what one thirty last time I checked. She's at minus one forty six right now. So now one forty six. So, so you know it, it went up a little more. But and now, at now time, when I looked at it, I, I think I looked at it. Was it yesterday? It might have been yesterday. I looked at it. But when I looked at it, yeah, it only, it said one thirty. Yeah, like, I think last night when I was looking at it, it was like one thirty. Yeah, yeah. I, I was like, that's so. I was like, maybe it's me, but I'm like, that's bizarre. Well, I thought the same thing because I mean. I think I don't think now's a big threat to go mess myself. So I, I didn't I didn't understand why it's so close. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't crazy. That's all. I wanted to make sure that because, like I said, when I saw that it was only one thirty, I was like, "Huh?" I'm like, I I, I think there's a glitch. Maybe they meant two thirty. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was like, "What in the world?" But now nah, they they met one thirty. They met it. So I was like, you know what? I talked to you. Live your life. And then the uh, third fight of the prelims, you get uh, the knob uh, back grill against uh, Hung Ko. This, uh, this I think, is going to be an interesting fight. Back girl's the favorite at minus 138. Uh, Kung Ho is the uh, underdog at plus 108. So they got this fight as a being pretty, pretty close fight as well. Um, <coughs> excuse me. See. This one, I don't know how I feel about it. I really don't know how I feel about it. I think it's going to be interesting because I question both their cardios. Yes. 
Oh, and, yeah. and, 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 but, and, but the thing is, like, I question their cardio, and they, they don't have lethal power. No. You know, like, they, they, they're, they're not like, cause, cause, you know, um, they're both, he's a great striker, but he don't have a lot on his strike. Right. Like, he can, he can make contact and sting you a little bit, but in terms of like knocking you out type of thing, that's not him. Um, this is a beta weight fight, right? Uh, I believe so. I'm a, I'm a little underdog. I'm gonna go. Uh, uh, <laughs> you know what? That's who I'm going with too. I like Pro? the underdog in this one. I just, think, <laughs> I think his striking with his striking back, back has the power advantage. There's no doubt. Oh, but no I, debate, no debate. But I think that the cardio with back scares me. Cardio scares me a little bit with Kung Ho, but I like him because he has the striking. And he's a decent, decent wrestler. He has 11 submissions to his credit. So, I mean, if he can get this fight to the ground, Batgirl could be in a lot of trouble. Right. So, uh, so yeah, I like Kung Ho in this fight. Uh, I like the underdog as well. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm taking the underdog because... So, so far, we both, we both like the same ones. Yep, yep. The first two, we got the favorites. Here we got the underdog. Look, Dana, is, for me... My concern is I've seen Dana sometimes get overly aggressive and get away from his submission game, which is bad. Because yeah. he, he, listen, on the ground, this dude is, this dude is legit. Problem is, though, and this is, this is why I'm kind of just looking at it wrong, like, and, like, a lot of times when he loses, it's him getting in his mind that, oh, yeah, I'm a brawler. <laughs> then all of a sudden he starts thinking, "Oh yeah, I'm a brawler." Yeah, and next thing you know, what Marty does best. Exactly. Then, then you're getting, you know, you know, you're, you're getting, you know, you're getting kind of clipped, right? And, yeah. and you know, and if you just look at it, um, you know, Dana he, he he throws less significant strikes, and you know, when you compare it, uh, uh, to. To Kang, you know. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, Kang throws less, you know. So he throws less, but connects more. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it's so it's kind of like a situation where it's like, you know, I'm 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 gonna take the more precision guy for now. I'm gonna take the more precision guy. So yeah, I'm I'm gonna go Dana. I I'm I want to disagree with you. I'm going Kang. Let's get it. <laughs> <laughs> so we we. So we both have a uh, Kung Ho Kang win. Yeah. 100%. Oh yeah. I, I, I just, hey, I don't know. I just, I think, I think he's going to be able to, uh, I think Batgirl would have to knock him out. I think he's going to be able to avoid that. <laughs> oh yeah. I think he will. But this next fight's interest. This next fight's going to be interesting as well with uh, Andre Fajalo against uh, Jake Matthews. Fajalo is mm-hmm. a minus 150 favorite. Matthews is a plus 118 underdog. Uh, I think, I think it's going to be an interesting fight. Uh, Fialo's takedown defense worries me. Is it? Uh, is it this one on the main card now? Oh, did they move it to the main card? I don't know. Did they? I feel like I think. Hold on. Let, let me go to. Let me go to um, the UFC's website. Yeah, I know they still right. have it listed in prelims, but I'm not. Hold on. No, I got it. Hold on. All right. Yeah, it's, it's on the main card now. Okay. Well, who who they take off the main card? Do you know? No. Um, what's his name? God damn it! He was supposed to fight on this card, and they had to cancel it. Fuck. 
Oh, excuse my language. Oh. Robert Whitaker. Robert Whitaker was supposed to fight um Marvin Vittori on this card. He was, they were supposed to fight on this card that got canceled for some reason. So are they having six fight? Are they having six fights on the main card now? No, no, it's five. But yeah, so the opener is uh I Jack I have five listed without him on there. The, um, I think that the, the, from what I understand, the um, how I'm looking at it on their website, the yeah, early prelims, there's only two fights. Pascal and Edwards and Na and Gomez. Then the prelims, it's one, two, three, four, four on the prelim. Who's the main event of the prelims? Allen and Malcoon, right? No. Oh. From what I see, it looks it's uh, Choi and... Uh, uh, uh bio Okay. So that's that's the 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 uh the main event on the prelims, and then for the main card, it's opening with Jack Della, uh, Ma, Madalena, yep. um, against uh Amin. Yep. Then it's gonna be for Hollow versus Matthews, and then Wele, Jan Jacek, uh, Santos, Shevchenko, and then Tashera Prohashka. Okay, they took Cape Cape and uh, uh, Bataran. They moved that. They took that fight off the main card. So then that was the second one because I, I remember there was two fights that got canceled. Okay, so Cape Cape and Cape and Bataran isn't happening. Okay. Yeah, because I remember there was two of them that, that got canceled. Now like, it's, that's still five fights. Yeah. Okay. This, oh, yeah, yeah. We'll go ahead and talk. We'll go ahead and talk about it since it's right here. But it, it's it's actually well. We'll just wait. We'll wait to the main card and talk about it. That way, all the main all right. card fights are together. Gotcha. That makes sense. I'm with you. Uh, so the, the <laughs> next fight on the prelims would be. Uh, so I'm looking at it as Brendan Allen versus Jacob Malcolm. Is the next? Uh, that's the next one on the prelims. Yep, it'll be that one, and then um, Mahash State versus Steve Garcia. And then, and then versus Co uh, Okay, yep. I got them all listed just in a different order, but it'll be all right. All right, we'll go yeah, ahead. Yeah, yeah. They had a they had to swap out the orders when um when they yeah, when, when they called up. Yeah, because the other two, um, one of them. Oh no, no, they, they both were on the um on the pre on the prelims. Yeah, the yeah. One of them was on the prelims, prelim just in different order. Yeah, and then I think which one was it? One of one of one of the ones on the prelim was supposed to be on the early prelim. There's supposed to be three fights on the early prelim. Okay. And you know, because originally no. they had, originally they had Allen and Malcoon as the um like the the feature fight for the prelims. <laughs> and then they changed it to Claudio and Troy, which I think is the better choice in, anyway, in my opinion. Right? Oh yeah, no, definitely, definitely. But, I, I 100% agree. Yeah, but for Brendan Allen and uh, Jacob uh, Malcoon. Uh, Allen's a minus three thirty favorite. You got Malcoon as a plus two forty underdog. This this is the biggest spread difference that we've had so far on the card. Uh, but I like the favorite in this fight. Uh, I think his grappling and his take and his takedown defense. Uh, Malcoon, I think, is gonna have trouble because Malcoon's a good grappler, but I'm thinking he's gonna have trouble taking uh, Allen down. I don't and I don't know uh, how great Malcoon's cardio is. I mean, but Malcoon is six and one. So he's not, he ain't no slouch. But Allen's right. 18 and five. And I, I think he's an improved striker. 
going to have the reach advantage. I just, I think Allen's going to be a little too much for him. Yeah, I hear you. Are you back? <laughs> there we go. <laughs> Jeez, I had a moment. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm with you. I'm with, I'm, I'm with Brendan all the way. Um, I, I think, I think when you, when you look at this fight, it's easy for people to say, oh yeah, I think Jacob Alcun can do it and all this. You know what I mean? Because, um, again, six and one, he's, he's had a little bit of hype recently. But my number one concern is the. The whole, I don't want to say that the grappling is a concern, but the grappling is a concern for me because there's no, he grapples and then uses that to rest. But while he's resting, he's not doing anything. And you can't do that with a guy like, like Brandon. Uh, or oh, he Brandon tries to rest on top, he'll get submitted. Exactly. And not only that, for the submission. You're looking at a guy who. Oh, I'm having a little bit of technical issue, but no, he, he's. I agree with what he's saying. Uh, Alan, mm-hmm. he, go ahead, Roger. You're back. What happened? Uh, yeah, you're good. Oh, oh, it, it did it again. Yep. <laughs> I am gonna have to have write a strongly worded letter, but um, but yeah, I'm I'm going Brandon Allen. Um, for me, it's just. I understand why people want to hype up uh, Malcolm. I get it, you know, because this, this guy, you know, this dude, he could, he could fight. He could. Not the only like one of the main concerns I have though, that one that he has on his record, it happened because he got nervous. He got nervous, was got put in a little bit of pressure, and didn't know how to handle it. Yes. Now Brandon Allen, how does he fight? He likes oh, to bring pressure. So yeah. it's like like the one time he lost was because of pressure, which is what Brandon, uh, Brandon Allen does best. So it's going to be very interesting to see whether or not Malcolm can handle it. Based on what I've seen, I don't think he can. And I think I, 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 I'm giving it to Allen by knockout round one. Yeah, I agree. I, agree. I can see Allen winning by knockout, but I think Allen definitely wins the fight. I, yep. I honestly think I honestly think that they uh, they kind of put uh, Malcoon in a tough situation. I don't think this was the fight that would have been was right for his ne- to be his next fight. Who would I mean, you have given him? I don't know who I would have given him, but I, don't, I, don't, I just think this is too big of a step up in competition. But you kind of but but here's the thing, and I'm I'm with you in terms of the 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 it's, it's a massive step up. I get it, but when when you have a guy. Who's been getting hyped up to the moon? It's like the same thing with Yuri Prohashka. He's only been here for a whopping three fights. Yeah, yeah, that's what I mean. And when you when <coughs> we've seen it with the UFC, when you get that hype, they they want to capitalize on it. So, so the way I'm looking at it is like I understand what you're saying in terms of, of the the competition, but here's my thing. You eventually you're gonna have to you can't yeah, keep throwing yeah, these you guys. You're, you're, you're eventually gonna have to fight them. Exactly. So you might as well do it now. You might as well do it now. So that way, you know, he's early enough in his career. So that way he could be like, okay, this is what I did wrong. This is what I gotta fix. Fix it, and then let's try again. 
you know? Because yeah. think about it, I'd rather them do it when he's six and one rather than sixteen and one. Because now when you're sixteen and one and you lose, it has a worse visual visual look to it. Yeah, it looks way worse. But and I, can, and I can see I could see a, a way where he where he could win this fight, but he it has to be that he's made an adjustment to pressure. Exactly, and I don't. That, if he's made that adjustment to be able to deal with pressure, he he could have a chance to win this fight. I just don't right. know if he has if he has or not. So it's hard it's hard for me to take him in the, in the fight. That's why that's why I like Allen as well. Exactly, and and that that's really it. I hope. <coughs> excuse me. I hope he proves us wrong. And I hope he comes and he makes the proper adjustments, you know? I hope so. But just because I hope he does, doesn't mean I can say he does. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. So with all that, like, I, I you know, I, I, I got to go Allen. I, you know, he's, you know, he, we're looking at a guy who's more experienced, who's had, you know, bigger fights under his belt. Granted, I'm not, I'm not talking about, like, you know, him on you know headlining or anything but you know compared to um Mahoney, he's he's had you know more 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 fights you know that kind of you know in terms of spotlight wise so we've seen brendan allen under that spotlight he, you know he, he'd be okay you know he'll handle the pressure and sometimes it just doesn't work out in his favor you know but i'm still looking at a guy who without a shadow of a doubt as of right now is the better fighter when I'm looking at these two. I, I don't, I don't, I think you'll be hard pressed to find anybody with a straight face saying that Brandon Allen is not the better fighter between these two. I, they I, are, I think you'll be very hard pressed. They are saying that with a straight face. They they don't watch many UFC fights. I, you, you know, they, they're probably people who, and, and this, this is the reality of it, they're probably people who just watch the main card. Yeah, or people who just you know? watch like the main, watch the main event. Yeah, that's it. Like you know, they don't really buy it. They just kind of. Connor's fighting tonight. We're gonna get that card because of McGregor. That's the only fight. Exactly, and even even then, they don't buy it. You know, they kind of go over a friend's house who who bought it. So I mean, they don't have to buy it. You know, then then they'll watch it and all that stuff. You know, you're not really paying that as as much attention to it because you're talking to your friends and stuff. Exactly. Right. So that's kind of what, like you know, um, you know, tease. You know, I, I just. Like I said, Brandon Allen, I don't, again, I, I think you'll be very, 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 very hard pressed to find a single soul out there who will look at you and go, oh, yeah, he's he's not better than me. I, I, I think you'll be very hard pressed. I, I really will. And I think if anybody tells you that, I think nine times out of ten, if, if you understand MMA and you watch it and, you know, and you know it, nine times out of ten, you don't take people like that serious. Yeah. Because th- those are the same people who call Conor McGregor the greatest of all time. And I'm a, McGregor, I'm a McGregor fan. I love McGregor. But that's the equivalent of calling him the greatest of all time. Yeah. So, you know. And then next fight, on, next fight on the prelims, we have uh, Machate against Garcia. Machate Mishate is a plus 146 underdog. Garcia, minus 188 uh, favorite. Uh, I think it's going to be an interesting fight. Uh, but what worries me in this fight is Machate's uh, striking defense. She takes a lot mm-hmm. of shots. Takes a lot of shots. He'll take a lot of shots. Uh, so I, I like Garcia because of his power and striking. Yeah, uh, I do think this will be an interesting fight. But I just her, the striking defense really worries me in this fight. <clears throat> I mean, look, 
I'm with you in terms of the strength and defense, man. I'm with you. That, that, that is basically the sole reason why I'm going Garcia. These are two guys who like to stay, in, stay on their feet. Garcia has more significant strikes landed per minute. He's got a higher percent, uh, connect percentage. He absorbs less per minute, you know. And then if you look at the takedowns, you know, granted, I'm not going to get into takedowns because, you know, as of right now, for some reason, you know, they make it seem like, you know, that uh, that the, the Mache has never been on the ground before, which, you know, is not true, but whatever. But I'm looking at two guys who, who do like to stand and bang. You know, that's their preferred um, the preferred method of fighting. And I'm looking at a situation where, unfortunately, one guy is just clearly better than the other. However, with all that being said, I do think it's going to be a good fight. I do think it'll be an entertaining fight. It'll be one of the fights that, you know, they kind of swing for the fences and everyone goes, oh, 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 type of thing, you know. I, I yeah, do think I just, it'll be – yep. I think Garcia's power is going to be the, his power is going to be the difference. That's what... yes, yeah. I, I'm 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 there with you. I I, I think if you I, I, I this is just me. I I think Garcia has the closest thing to a hundred percent winning you can possibly have without having a hundred percent. Yeah, like you know, like and and this sounds mean. I know I get it, but. He, he, Garcia has the closest thing to 100% without actually having 100%. So I'm 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 going Garcia. Um I, I think I think it, I think it ends in the first round there's going to be a scene where they're both standing and banging in the middle of the octagon. <laughs> Garcia clips him. He kind of, you know, Messi kind of gets nervous, starts kind of panicking, he tries to figure try, he wants to try to figure something out and then you know, it's going to be that one shot that Garcia just lands on him. That's going to be a straight bomb that just flat, that just purely flatlines him. So. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with what he's saying. Um, I just, I think Garcia just has too much power. Yep. You know, and, and his the striking, the Southeast striking defense just worries me so much. I, I mean, I could, you, I could see a knockout. In the first round, but I can also <laughs> see, with you. I can also see these guys getting there and bang for three rounds. So it's, you know, what I mean, it's yeah, a hard, and, fight to, it's a hard fight to predict. Right, and 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 here's the round. And here's the thing. And here's the thing, because like my like obviously it's the power, but the power isn't even my number one concern. My number one concern is just the fact that the defense is awful. Yeah. It, it, it's like it's like it's like Missy. He just he wants to get hit. He goes, okay, hit me. I don't care. Hit me. He fights kind of, fights kind of like uh, Darren Elkins. <laughs> yes, yes, Darren the Damage Elkins. Exactly, a guy who goes, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me, hit me. And it's like it's like, bro. Look, I understand. You know, you're, you're a tough dude. You're a tough ombre. Let's not get that twisted. But brother, you do realize if you get hit, you don't absorb that damage, bro. This ain't an anime, bro. When you take that damage, bro, you're getting hurt. You are getting hurt, and and that's the problem. And on top of that, his uh the amount of stuff that he throw in critical times too. And for me, that's 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 also a concern I have. In critical moments when it's time to stand and bang, that's when all of a sudden he wants to work on his defense, and it's very perplexing considering a guy whose defense is horrible 
wants to work the defense. I I, I don't I, I that to me is just perplexing. Yeah. That is extremely that's as confusing as you can get with like that's the type of confusing that like you hurt yourself in during damage, bro. Like you, you ever play Pokemon? No. You never play Pokemon? Okay. So th- there there was a uh an uh a Pokemon, right? Name was Zubat. And one of the moves was called Confusion uh Confusion Ray. And it did no damage, but it would confuse you. And the reason the reason that that's a thing is if whenever you would tell your Pokemon what to do, there was a chance that it would ignore you and hurt itself in its confusion. Like literally, like counterproductive. And it would say, like, when it goes to attack, it would say, Oh, so and so hurt itself in its confusion. Right? That's what this dude does. Like when you're supposed to bang, he tries to defend himself and it's like, bro, you're hurting yourself in your confusion. Because you're a horrible defender. If anything, when you go to try to, quote, defend, if anything, you're giving him a better opportunity because when he defends, he doesn't know what to do. He doesn't yeah. know how to commit. So one of his arms drops down to protect his body, and then the other one is up protecting his face. And that's a bad thing to do because if you're doing that, you're still leaving half of your face wide open to the point where that's why you got to put both arms up and scrunch your body up. That's how you're supposed to defend. And, bro, I can't even count to five, bro, and I know that. And it's this weird thing where it's like he doesn't know, so it's like, and Damien, yeah, bro, I, I used to play Pokemon back in the olden days. I used to play Pokemon. Joker was a banger. Never beat it though. My, my, my son used my son used to play it, but I've, I've never played it. But, oh, oh, you, you, you say your son used to play it? Yeah. Yeah. Ask him. Ask him about uh, con, uh, con, confuse Ray or confusion Ray. I will. I'll, I'll actually I'm gonna see him tomorrow, so I'll ask him tomorrow at the wrestling show about it. Yeah, it's a, it, it literally is like it, it does it does no damage when it first when it first gets to you, and then and then like all of a sudden you go you tell your Pokemon to attack, and then instead of attacking you just get the prompt. Oh yeah, it hurt itself in this confusion, <laughs> bro. You don't understand, bro. I used to, I I had to restart my game so many times because of that. You you don't even understand, bro. But yeah, now nah, um, I think I think we both agree here. I I think we have yet to disagree yet. We haven't yet. But next we have the the feature fight of the prelims. I think this fight's going to be good. This could this has yes. fighter than this has fight of the night potential. <laughs> this is honestly the um the opener the the of the main card for the welterweight. Yeah. I wish they would have dropped that to the prelims and yes. put this fight as the opener. I agree. Because I'm with you in terms of fight of the night potential. I'm with you, but I don't think it's gonna get the proper love and respect that it that it should get because of the stack card that you have. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like with it being a, a, a super stack card. But I'm with you, man. So, so this should this should be on the main card. Yeah, you have Calabio, who's a plus one ninety six underdog versus uh Choi, minus two sixty favorite. Um what, I'll let you go first this time. What are your What are your thoughts in this fight? So for me, I see two guys who who want to bang. That's it. Two guys who are gonna go into the middle of the octagon and just swing, and and they're just they're gonna try to do whatever they can to connect. These are two guys who like to swing, and they take damage too. You know, the and and when it comes to um, to Troy. When he like he has a couple takedowns to his name, but those takedowns are kind of misleading because those are takedowns he does when he's hurt 
and he just goes to the takedown just to try to get a minute to breathe. So it's not that, yeah, so it, it's not like he's just this, you know, that he's a guy who's been struggling with grappling and, you know, because he's a bum or whatever the case would be. Not. It's a situation where he, he, goes, he turns to grappling as his plan B. As, oh, I'm hurt. Hold on. I got to breathe. Let me take it down. Now I have a minute to, to you know, collect my thoughts and, and be able to regroup. So that way, when we get back up to the feet, I am now, I'm, I'm less compromised and I'm more comfortable standing and banging with you once again. So I got Troy. Um, I think it's, I think it's going to be a banger. Um, I think I, there's going to be times when we're going to be like screaming, oh, because like I said, man, I, they, um, they lately, how they've been talking about Troy, they're talking about this man, like he's the second coming of GSP. That's how they've been talking about this kid. You know, I know he's not. I definitely know he's not. <laughs> but, 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 I know this kid is good. <laughs> they've been talking about this dude like, oh my God, dude, he's, he, he's, he's like a top 1% alpha. And I'm like, um, settle down. Okay. Settle down. You can give a guy his flowers without planting him a garden. You know what I mean? Like, you know, let's, let's move But, uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'm giving it to Troy. This kid is good. He's, he's really good. I like him a lot. I think his future is good. Is, is very bright. There's just a couple things. If I were him, <clears throat> I would tweak in his game. More specifically, the grappling um, and, and the takedowns and stuff like that. He's good at it. He really is. But it's almost as if he kind of ignores it. And, you know, I would be careful with that. Only because, you know, you need to be able to utilize it. Because if you're fighting against someone who's got horrible takedown, that's when you should be grappling. But instead, what he does, he'll still stand and bang with you. Yes. And that's my, that's my only, how did one call it a knock? Because he can grapple. He just doesn't choose to use it. So I'm not going to say a knock, but that's my concern when it comes to Choi, where he could grapple, he could, where he could do takedowns, but he just uses that as a, oh, I'm hurt? Okay, let me breathe. And then he'll use that as like the last resort type of thing. So, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I got Choi. Um, I got Choi. I think, I think they stand in bang, and I think it goes to decision. All right, this is going to be the first one we disagree on. Damn! I like Calabio, and the main reason is his takedown defense. He has good, he has real good takedown defense, and I think I think he's gonna be able to stop Troy when he, when he hurts Troy from getting that mm. getting the rest. Okay. Uh, I, I, also, I can see <laughs> the guy getting knocked out because these guys are gonna right. stand in the middle of the octagon and bang. Bang! Oh yeah. So, I, mean, I, I think it's gonna be an exciting okay. fight, but I'm going with Calabio. So you're going with him basically because you believe he'll be able to hurt Troy. And then when Choi goes, oh, I'm hurt. Let me go for the takedown. Calabria's going to be like, okay, nice try, kid. All right? And then he's basically going to, like, piece him up afterwards. Yes, that's what I think is going to happen. I'm not mad at you for thinking that because, you know, Calabria could stop. But, you know, like, like you know, his takedown defense is, is very good. I like it. You know? The reason is I first. That's me. I think Choi's going to um, – He's gonna get. He's gonna, you know, strike. Okay, I'm back. You hear me? Yep. Jesus, stupid. <laughs> I paid the bill, and these people disrespect oh, me. Hey, 
it it pisses me off, man, because you pay too much for it to be having trouble. And you froze up again. <laughs> All right. You know okay, what I mean? You pay, too, you pay too much for internet to be having trouble. I'm saying, man, we got we got the highest package available, and these bozos talk about yeah. oh yeah, buffering like bitch. No, I'm pretty uh, nuts. Who, who but, do you have as the uh, first fight on the main card? That's 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 all the prelims. Okay, so on the main card, this is the first we got. Um, this is the one I'm not really excited about. Jack Della, okay. uh, Madalena versus uh, Ramazan uh, Imaya. Amiv, yeah, I mean, I said it wrong. But you're not, I honestly, this, I am not excited about this fight this at fight all. Should, this fight shouldn't be on the main card. No, and, and, and I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean or be disrespectful. Me neither. I'm with you. Yeah, I'm with you, you're man. Just, like, mate, they, they'll be eventually ready to be on the main card, but this is, it's too early, in my opinion. I, well, I, I don't care if it's early, late, you know, I don't care what time it is. They're just not good. Or it's they're good. not good it's enough. Be on a card like this, I understand if they no. were on the like the like a main card, just of a, just a regular fight night, maybe. But not I'm this, this, this right here. This right here. I'm glad you said that because I was thinking it, but I didn't want to be rude. This is a fight night card. This is a fight night fight. This, this is the opener of a UFC fight night. That's what this is. When you, you know what I mean, like when you're just like, um, who wants to work today? Type of thing. That's what this is, and I'm not even trying to be mean, but. There's no way, and in, in, again, I'm not trying to be mean. You know, I've, I've been working on it. I've been trying to be nice, you know, trying to be a good noodle. But this should not be on the main card. I will say it to my dying breath. You know, if, if you disagree, hey, that's fine. You know, hats off to you. But for me, ain't no yeah. way, no how. No way, no how this is on the main card. And then again, we have other fights like Choi versus Kovalev, who's not going to be on. We have another fight, Brandon Allen versus Jacob Malkoon. I'd rather have that opening up as the main card. I'll be honest, I'd rather have almost every single, the only one on the prelims I don't want opening would be Kang versus Dana. That's it. Yeah. Outside of those, the others, I have absolutely positively no problem with any of those ones replacing. No, I would open it up with Troy and Calabio. One hundred percent. I have a well. Madalena is a minus one sixty six favorite. Amev or Amiv, however you pronounce it, is plus one thirty underdog. Uh, like I said, I don't think this either one of these are ready for uh, a main uh, damn pay per view main card. But uh, I like Madalena in this fight. I just think uh, she's the better striker. Mm -hmm. And I think that's gonna that's gonna be the difference in the fight is the striking. Well, ah, I gotta disagree. I'm going to meet. Oh and and I'm gonna tell you why. I'm gonna tell you why. What you just said about striking, I'm gonna one up you and say that about ground game and submission. Well, that, yeah, that's true. That's if, true. If, if, and if this is a big if and this is where I'm kind of I'll be honest, this, this is a little I'm, bit I'm, of a reason. I'm relying I'm relying on takedown defense. Exactly. So, like, th this is where for me it's a little bit of a reach. But if Amiv can get him down three times, he's gonna make him tap. But I, again, that that that's kind of where you know that's kind of just me crossing my fingers and hoping type of situation. But I do think Amiv will be able to take him down a few times, 
start figuring them out, making sure, okay, you know, how is he going to play this? How is he going to play that? You know, and then boom, rear naked choke, arm bar, whatever submission he wants to pop out of his arsenal, you know, darts, whatever. But for me, I'm, I'm going to go with Meave. Again, there's a caveat. So don't take my word on it. The caveat is at least three takedowns. The first takedown is gonna is kind of gonna be like a scouting thing, where it's like, what do you do? What do you do? Oh, yeah. What do you do? If a Meave gets three thing. takedowns, Madalena's in trouble. Right. So the and I'm not, I'm not even saying takedowns for for points. I'm talking about a submission. Yeah. I'm talking about Madalena tapping type of stuff. You know what I mean? Like I think the first takedown is gonna be him scouting. Like all right, I took you down. Meave has. Ameev has seven wins by submission. So I mean he 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 knows he knows what he's doing down on the map. Exactly. Right. So that that's kind of where you know why I'm going with with uh with Ameev. Um you know see I'm going I'm going with Madalena's striking and power. It has the nine knockouts. Yeah. And and I'm I'm just making on his takedown defense. If he keeps if he can keep the fight on the feet, I think Madalena wins. But if if Ameev gets this fight to the ground, I think he I think he wins. But yeah, I'm just I'm taking I'm on the defense. Yeah, no, I, I agree 100%. You know, so that that's that. But again, I'm going with Ameev because I believe he gets three takedowns. You know, we'll go from right. you know. So now we hey, we're, we got a couple that were different on now. <laughs> uh, who, who do you have next on the main card? Mine goes to Shoshenko, but I know that ain't it. Yeah, no, no, so, so this one is Fahalo versus Matthews. Okay. Yep. So as of right now on, on perusc.com, um Fahalo is a minus 145 favorite. Uh Matthews is a plus 125 underdog. Um I don't know, man. It's an interesting fight. And, and what scares me about this is Fialo fought just three weeks ago. Yes, that and th- that's why I'm scared to pick him. That's why I'm so scared to pick him because he, he he's he literally was ju- and like he's, we and he's just fought like three or four times in the last like six like, or so this yeah, year like, already. Yeah, like he it, he's fought a lot. So that's kind of where yeah. I'm like. That's what scares me about it. Exactly, like because obviously Fahalo looks like he's got that power. Right, like let's let's there's no debate about it. Like he's got 16 wins, what 12 knockouts? Uh 13. 13? Yep. Damn, I can't count. But yeah, 13 knockouts. He's four and one over his last five fights. So so you hear all that stuff, and it makes me want to pick him, but then it's like then you realize his last his last win was a Three weeks ago. Yeah, and, and that's Matthews, where I get scared. And Matthews isn't a slouch. He has good strikes. No, he ain't a bomb. Yes, no. He, he, he has good grappling. But what questions me about Matthews is his cardio and his yes. chin, and his uh, chin. We've, yes. we've seen him get hurt. <laughs> uh, uh, frankly, we've seen him get hurt with the most generic shots, like yes. pawing jabs to find distance. We've seen that stun Matthews. But if he can get this fight on the ground, he has seven submissions to his credit. So I mean, he 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 he's a threat. He, uh, I, I, even with Fihalo fighting so quick, I'm going with Fihalo in this fight. Yeah. I just I think his power, and I just question Matthew's chin too much. The thing, that, but 
Fialo's takedown defense is going to be, to me, is the X factor of the fight. If he can keep this fight on the feet, I think he, he will win. But if he can, if Fialo can't stop his takedowns, I think it could be a long night for Fialo as well. But I'm, so, I'm going with Fialo. So I agree with you. I got Fialo, but I have a different X factor. I got um, I got Jake Matthews' stand-up defense. Because, and the, and the reason why I say this is because obviously Fialo has the power. But if he can't connect, and it's not even Jake Matthews just like taking it on the chin, him kind of moving, weaving, bobbing, you know what I mean? Something like that. My thing is, if he can frustrate Fahala, if he can frustrate him and make him get overly aggressive and he starts charging you, that now opens up so many things, not only in terms of counter punching, but like you said for Matthews, he, he 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 wants to go to the ground. So if you can get Fahalo to overcommit on some strikes, get him off balance, and then boom, take him down, you're in a very, very, very comfortable position if you're Jake Matthews. So um I do get why you like you know why you think that's the X Factor, but for me, I'm gonna go his stand-up only because hey, if you could frustrate a guy who just fought, if you can frustrate him, oh yeah, and you can get him off balance. That makes you taking him down so much easier, which now opens the door for you to get on top, work a submission, and for you to get the win. And if Jake Matthews can get this win, it, 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 it's, it's a good win to have, especially considering that, you know, <clears throat> granted, one twenty-five underdog, it's not the biggest deficit in the world. You know what I mean? But yeah. you just being an underdog, and being able to overcome it using a good game plan on a UFC card, like a pay-per-view card. It's not fight night. This is a yeah. pay-per-view card that a lot of people are going to watch because of the three-headed monster that we have in, you know, in the next fight, the co-main and the main event. If Jake Matthews is able to get this win, people are going to look at this kid in a whole different light. So... <laughs> You know, Jake, he's got a, he's got a chance. You know, I'm not gonna say that. You know, I go. I I think it was Garcia that I said that he's got the closest thing to 100 percent he can get without getting it. I'm not gonna be like that to Jake Matthews. You know what I mean? I'm I'm not gonna say he's gonna get washed by Fajardo. He has a chance. You know what I mean? But um, I'm 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 more comfortable taking Fajardo because, like you said, if Fajardo makes just a little bit of contact, bro, Matthews they call him, they call him the what the Celtic kid. Yeah, this kid gonna be this kid gonna go back to Celtic times, bro. Because that's how bad he gonna get sent back in time when Fahalo gets his hands on him. Yep. And then we're going. Then we have uh, Joanne Jajic against uh, Welly Zhang. Uh, this this I think this will be a good one. Uh, Jajic is a plus one thirty four underdog. Zhang minus one seventy two favorite. Uh, Man, it's, I think it's going to be a real good fight. Uh, I like Zango in this fight. I think Zango's improved <laughs> wrestling will help, but she's good good on her feet and the striking. I think, uh, which don't get me wrong, JJ is a great striker, but I think she's starting to slow down some. So I like I like Zango in this fight. I just Joanna's three and two over her last five, and I mean at thirty four years old, she's been through some wars. Yep, and, uh, and I think and it's the part to catch up a little bit. Yeah, and and you said she's uh, what was it, three and three and what's two. her record? 
three and two. Like, yes. what people really forget about Yuana and Jacek is that the last fight she had was against Zhang Weilei, and yeah. she lost. And she yeah. hasn't fought since. Yep. She hasn't fought since. I'm going Zhang Weili only because I've I, I've seen her fight. I've seen her fight. Yeah, and, 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 she, and, and, and even she showed improvement in her, in her fights as well. Yeah, and to be honest, and I will say this to my dying breath, I don't think she lost against Rose Namajunas. Now I'm not gonna I'm not gonna go and say that you know Rose Namajunas is a fake champ or whatever. I, yeah, I'm not I didn't think that she route. lost either. I thought she won too. But I'm just saying because what I've been noticing about a lot of people was they go, oh yeah, look at look at Zhang Weili's record, and I'm like, hold on now, you can't just spit out the record and think that that's fine because the performances in those in some of those losses, the performance was phenomenal. Yeah, she had some great performances and just lost a banger. You know what I mean? So it's yeah, like you gotta look at, you gotta look at who see who those losses are too. You can't just say, Oh, she has three losses. Well, look at exactly see who, see who you can't, are against. Right, exactly. Best in the, like the best in the world and, and and you can make an argument she won. Right. I mean, like and again, and that, that first one, that first fight she had against Rose Nami Unit, um I, I I don't know whether or not she had a good game plan. I don't know. I don't know because it <laughs> it happened so fast. Okay, Rose Namunas kicking her head off happened so yeah. fast. I, I don't know if there was a tactic for Zhang Weili. I don't know. Everything happened so fast. The world is still spinning. But the second fight, there definitely was some sort of tactic. Yes. There definitely was a, uh, a very calculating game plan. Well, uh, that's that, what I mean. That she, that she's you, see, you see Zhang improving. You see, you see her game getting better. Every, every time she goes out, that's what that's what I think. For, that's what I think the difference in this fight is. I just just think Jacek is getting she's just getting older and uh, and slowing down a little bit. And, and I think Zhang's more in her prime. Uh, so I like I like Zhang in this fight. Yeah, hundred percent. I, I I'll say this though. I expect if you if this is the beginning of the end for Yuani and Jacek, if this is, I don't know if it is or not. I don't know. You know, but if it is, I see you want to get check going out. Literally, oh, excuse me, literally with a bang. Yes. Like, excuse me. Woo. I think it's gonna be a fun fight to watch. I know, I know I'm hoping to be home in time for that one. Then we have a co-main event. I think this is gonna be a lot better than what people think. Me uh, too. You have a Shevchenko against Santos. <laughs> Me too. Now I will say this: I still got Valentina Shevchenko. I will say that. But with that being said, I do not. All I'm saying, man, Talia got some power. Don't sleep on her. She's got some power. I'm just saying, be aware of that power that she's got that's very dangerous. She throws about the same amount as Valentina Shevchenko. You can make an argument that the power is either on par or Santos has a little bit of an edge. If you want to make that argument, I'll entertain it. But this fight is not – this is not – this is just me. I don't see a straight-up, you know, 
domination type of thing where you're going to be like, why is Santos even in the ring with her? I don't see that. Now, I still got Shevchenko winning, but this notion that, oh, yeah, Santos, you know, after that, you know, we're going to be looking at, like, why, why were you in there, whatever, whatever. That? I don't get that at all. I, I, don't, I don't understand that, nor do I agree with it. <laughs> I understand that, you know, Valentina Shevchenko is an all-time great. Not going to take that from him. She's an all-time great, you know. Um, one of the greatest, not only one of the greatest female fighters of all time, but one of the greatest fighters of all time, period. You know, she is one of the greatest, no debate. But sometimes what we tend to do, and I've noticed, and I've caught myself doing the same thing with Amanda Nunes. We look at so high, and I think people do the same thing with John Jones. We look at these fighters as so highly that we think nobody could beat them. So we never give their opponents the proper credit they deserve. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yep. I, I, I think that this is what's going on here. That we think so highly of Valentina Shevchenko, and deservedly so. Shevchenko is a, a minus sub 720 favorite in this fight. Right, which is the second, it is that is the second, um, the second highest uh favorite I've seen this year. I the, the first favorite was that um, Amanda Nunes versus Juliana Pena. And look what happened, <laughs> right? Because we never because certain people were not giving Juliana Pena the proper respect that she deserved, Amanda Nunes included, yep. Amanda Nunes included. So I think I think what's been going on is like, you know, when when we look at at these uh, we build these fighters so high, like almost like they're gods, and then yeah, and and then when we see somebody else, we go, yeah, it's impossible. You can't beat them, and it's like, oh, why can't you beat them? You don't tell me anything other than the fact that come on, man, it's Valentina Shevchenko. Once you start saying that, you need to pull yourself back. You have to. Because now all that tells me is you're not, you're no longer evaluating the fighters. You're no longer giving your, your, your you know, you're not analyzing the fight. Now you're just being a, a, a fanboy. You know, now you be, when you go, come on, it's, when you, when you say, if that's your only point, you know, you're not coming across as kind of like a fanboy. Yep. You know, we got to respect Santos's power. We have to respect, and 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 not for nothing. I think Valentina Shevchenko is respecting it because hey, during the press conference, they were I'm asking her, "Hey, you want to do?" They were asking her, "Hey, do you want to go fight um Amanda Nunes?" She was shutting that. No, any any question like that, she was yeah. shutting it down. Like, no, that's not who I'm fighting. That's not what I'm thinking about. I'm thinking about Santos. Like, honestly. Some people say it's a hot take, but I like Santos win this fight. Uh, okay, I'm going with I'm going with the big plus four fifty underdog. I I just think we're not we're not giving her the respect she deserves. And okay. I, I think she, I think she's going to do good on her on her feet. And then she's not a bad grappler herself. I'm not saying she's at Shevchenko's level on the on the mat. But she's she's not a, a poor grappler. She has she's decent. She has three submissions right. credit, but she has good power on her feet. Yes, I think she could hurt Shevchenko. Yeah, I, I, I look. I'm not matching for thinking that. <laughs> I will say it is that is a little bit of a spicy take. 
not gonna lie, that that is spicy. Okay. Um, I do get the the, the PowerPoint that you made though. Her being on her feet, I understand it because, like I said, I do think this this girl got power. And we've seen a lot of people do hurt. Them. We've seen her hurt before. Yeah, we have. We have. We have. We've seen her hurt by people who don't have Santos's power. You know, and I, I, and again, I think Valentina knows that. I think she gets it. I think she understands and knows, like, you know, I, I can't, you know, I, I can't look, I can't look past her. Not only is she dangerous, but look at the last person who looked by their opponent. And it's the same woman that before her loss, I really wanted to fight. Amanda Nunes. Yeah. You know, I wanted to fight. Like, she wanted to fight Amanda Nunes bad. And then all of a sudden, you know, that loss happens. And now she's like, yeah, I'm uh, I'm going to set this one out, Chief. <laughs> you know? So, you know, I, again, it's, <clears throat> it's, it's a weird situation, man. All, all I ask for people to do, just respect Santos. Talia Santos, is, she can bang. She's a savage. Plus four fifty underdog. If you put some, put a little on it and it hits, yeah, you you could win pretty good money. You're pretty good, pretty pretty <laughs> great, pretty great money, pretty oh, yeah. great money, bro. I wish I, I wish I had a little bit I could go sprinkle on it, but shoot, but yeah, now I'm at right now. <laughs> <laughs> but nah, man, look, especially with gas, my- with gas being five thirty a gallon. Shoot. But now, look, man. I, I will say this, man. When it comes to you know, um, to this fight, I I got Valentina, but like I said, man, we gotta respect. We gotta respect uh, Santos. Everyone who comes up to Valentina, we can't just always say, "Oh yeah, Valentina wins low." We can't. We can't be like how WWE is with John Cena. Like, oh yeah, John Cena wins low. Like, nah, man. Like, like you know, sometimes. You know, some of these girls, like some, some, some of these people can bang. Yes. You know, and it's just unfortunate that they're fighting a downhill battle because a lot of people already have them losing before the fight is even announced because of how great. And this is not to take away anything from Valentina Shevchenko, but at the same time, we also need to be careful. And like I said, I caught myself doing this shit with Amanda Nunes. I caught myself doing this with her. Hey, where you, I, I said there, I, I told my dad there was no way Pena was going to be. You know, yeah, and I and and when people ask me why, I was like, bro, it's Amanda Nunes. Like we were on our way home from a wrestling show, trying to get home in time to watch it, and I told and he asked me about. It. I said, no, I, I think Nunes is going to win. And then when I got home and watched, it, and she's in the way Pena beat her was even more important. Yeah, and that's the thing. She, what she did, she did what nobody else has ever done to Amanda Nunes. During this, this you know, stretch that you know, she's been dominant. She stood. She got beat up round one, and was yeah. like, yeah, "I got beat up. It is what it is. Who cares?" Round two, stood in the pocket and banged with Amanda Nunes. Yes. Imagine being and that brave. Yes. Multiple usually, times. Usually Nunes punches somebody and they're done. Yeah, and Nunez landed some shots. It wasn't like she didn't. Nunez didn't uh, hit her, but yeah, just beat them like they were nothing, and we never seen yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, I was, and I made a joke during it. I was like, I'm convinced that her Gatorade bottle was spiked with with something, because <laughs> like 
Route like round two came and, and Amanda is hitting her with shots that would put that, down 70% of that division. It was that magic potion from uh, the original Space Jam. Yeah, man. Like, what the hell? Like, it, it, it was it was incredible. But, like, round two, she came out. And, like I said, some of these shots Amanda's hitting with puts on 70% of the division. Yes. And the fact that Juliana Pena ate it, kept, kept pushing forward, and was throwing shots back at a high velocity in landing. Yeah, it was crazy. It was crazy to watch. <clears throat> it was insane, bro. It was insane. So you have uh, Shevchenko. I have Santos in the co-main event. Then now we're now it's time for the main event. And this is going to be an interesting fight. Because mm-hmm. uh, I can see both. I, I can see both guys winning this fight. So it's yep. Uh, this isn't to me not an easy pick. But you got uh, Prochesca as the minus two fifteen favorite. The champ to share is a plus one sixty four underdog. He's forty two years old, but he looked good his last fight. So it's hard to say that. Right. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to say about his age because he did look good. You know, we know he has good wrestling. Uh, but Prochesca, man, he's a great striker. And man, he's a, damn is he a great great young prospect. Uh, and he has man, he has a lot of knockouts to his credit. Twenty five knockouts. So I mean, he has a lot of power. I think this is going to be an interesting fight. Though, uh, what's your thoughts on it? I I, I think it's going to be very intriguing. I think this is definitely one of the fights that you know you're going to have to pay attention to. You know, I think, and I I, I get what you're saying with Glover Teixeira coming out dominating Jan Blachowicz. Um, in a you know <laughs> to the point that you know Jan Blachowicz basically just gave up before he even tapped. Yeah. I, I don't know what guy is gonna have a guy like Glover Teixeira, who loves submissions, be on his back and then flatten out. I, I don't I don't I don't I don't know I don't know another guy. I'll be honest, I, I had Jan winning that fight. I can't remember if I did. I'm by the. I did I did because I wanted I wanted Jan Blachowicz to be the champ after his contract ran out so we could see all hell. Yeah. I wanted to see all hell. I wonder, like what we were saying with Francis Ngannou, I wanted to see that with uh, Jan Blachowicz too. Swear to God, I wanted to see both of them. I said, I, I, wanted, I wanted to see all of it. But, um, but yeah, no, man, look. I'm going to go Yuri Prochaska. I'm going with Prochaska as well, but. But it's hard to say I that. Can sit here and say that. I can sit here and say that to share will win this fight, and I feel comfortable saying that. So that's, and that's the thing. Like, it's all hurt. It, it's it's hard, and not only that, right? But and he's forty two. How how long can your body take it? I mean, it it that's the thing. And and Prochesca, Prochesca has power. I mean, he has good power. And it it's not just like he has a little bit. He has good power. So it's, it's going to be interesting. But I'm gonna go with the, I'm gonna go with the twenty nine year old Prochesca. Uh, I just I think. But he's one thing he's going to need to do. He needs to keep this fight standing. He don't want to, he don't want to get down where the chair can take him down and control him. He'll be in no. trouble. No, I, 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 I'm with you. You he cannot under any circumstances um, try to you know. <clears throat> there's no way he can he can try to take it to the ground because if you go to the ground, guess what you're doing? Not only you're in in in. Um, Glover to share, I forgot his name. But not only are you in Glover to share, you know, 
um, in his wheelhouse, but you now you're giving the older fighter the opportunity to rest. And when you do that, yeah, know, oof, you know what I mean, man. Yep. So, hundred percent agree. You know, so it's like, like I said, it's gonna be it's gonna be tricky. I will say this: I I think it's gonna be very tricky. I'm gonna go, like I said, look, I'm gonna go. Um, Prohashka, but again, I, I am concerned because the last time, the last time we said, oh yeah, man, you know, I, I, I'm not going to bring up um, Amanda Nunes anymore, I promise, but the last time we said there's going to be, oh yeah, bro, you know, the champ has no chance to retain, you know, there's nothing he can do, it was Ngannou versus Gone. That was the last yeah. time, and what happened? <laughs> I know exactly. You know what I mean? The Gano ended up winning by unanimous decision, which was the last way I thought that fight would have ended. So, <clears throat> you know, you do all that, man. It's it's insane. Um, this fight is gonna be a banger. I'm gonna go Prohashka. Um, look, this, this I, I this guy is getting knockouts from weird angles, bro. You saw that spinning back elbow he hit on uh, Dominic Reyes? Yes. Like the flick, who 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 does that? Yeah, who does that? I I just think Prochowska is going to be a little bit a little bit too much for uh, to share at this stage of his career. So yeah. that's why I'm leaning toward Prochowska in this fight. Yeah, I'm 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 with Prochowska. Uh, Prochowska, jeez, man, that's bad. <laughs> but I'm I'm gonna go Prochowska. Uh, I I do like him. Um, um, and I, and regardless of what happens, I do think the next loss for Shashiro has, he should retire. He should just ride off in the sunset, you know, enjoy your final, you know, your last, um, you know, your, your enjoy, enjoy this last run that you're on, um, enjoy the title, you know, and your next L just say, you know what, I'm gone, you know, um, cause I, I know, um, he has a, he has a, a training facility in Connecticut. You know, so maybe he spends, I think it's in Danbury, you know, spend the rest of his days there, you know, training and bringing up the new generation, all that stuff. You know what I mean? Um, yep. Like you said, bro, 42, if I'm saying he's the second oldest, he's the second oldest. Uh, yeah, because like uh, Chris Lytle lives here in uh, Indiana and he, he has a fight promotion here and stuff. So he, he could do something like that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like you're promoting. Yeah, exactly. You know, like. But I think he's the second oldest person to win a champion um uh yeah. championship in the UFC. Right behind, I think it was Couture who was at 45, I think it was. Yeah, I think I think you're right on that. Like, like I know I know it was Randy Couture. He it was, ma- it was amazing how long Couture was still so good. <clears throat> it, it was insane, bro. He came back and like I think it was I think it was Tim Sylvia. Or, or Tim Silva. Finn, geez, but nah, man. Um, yeah, regardless of if it's this fight, next fight, or the fight after, it doesn't matter. In my opinion, as soon as Glover Teixeira drops the title, I just shrug your shoulders and go, you know what? Been a real, it's, it's been real. You it's know, time, it's time um, to retire, brother. Yeah, it's time to move on. Because, like you said, man, 42, man. Dude, man, like, bro, 42. And this fight, even if he beats Yuri Prohashka, it's going to take a lot out of him. 
it is going to take a lot out of him. So, you know, I definitely, you know, you don't want to, you know, you, you don't want to beat him or beat Yuri if he does, you know, and be spent only to go into whoever's your next challenger. It doesn't matter, you know, whoever's your next challenger. And then you go to him, and then next thing you know, you're 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 beat up, you're banged up, you lose, and then you're like, oh man, I gotta keep going. And then next thing you know, you're like Dan Henderson, who's on, yeah. you know, who goes or BJ Penn, who goes on a umpteenth fight skid because you're so desperate to try to have that one final run. So yeah, man, you get, I, I got get to the point where pe- people don't want to watch you because they want to remember you as the fighter you were. Hundred percent. Like, like me, I will say this. I am so glad Michael Bisping retired when he did. Yeah. I am so glad. Because in my eyes, I'm like, you know what? He retired. You know, he rolled off his visit. I'm glad that I'm able to look at him and not say, man, he's a big... He ended his career like a bum. Even like GSP. Yeah. I, I want exactly. to remember the GSP that was dominant. I don't want to see him out there half of himself. Right, exactly. Same thing, man. Same thing. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want. I don't want to see guys like you know, like, and and even to an extent, Chael Sonnen to an extent, right? Like, because yeah. granted, well, that, that's kind of like a slippery one because you know, a little bit, but it wasn't like it wasn't bad. Yeah, it wasn't bad. You know, like when he had to retire, he accepted it. He understood, like you know, he had his. I remember when he retired. By far, one of my favorite retirement announcements ever. Because for the first time in a while, we see we see Chael Sonnen like talking with Ira Hawane with his two kids and talking about the promise he made, you know, to his uh, to his father. Like, I promise you, I'm I'm gonna win a title. And he's talking about that. And he's choking up and all that stuff. I don't want you to be like Chuck Liddell. We got to get forced into retirement the whole time. You're like, oh, I want to keep fighting. I want to keep fighting. Then you go and you get, <coughs> you ruin your, your, you know, you, you, you ruin your career basically by, by losing to Tito Ortiz and a fight that should have never been sanctioned. How yeah. we got sanctioned, I don't know how, but let, let, let me stop because I, I'm going to start crying thinking about Chelsea in retirement. I'm going to cry. Man, it's it's, cra- it's crazy, oh, because yeah, he he man, he fought he fought too many fights. He really did, and I love and I love Charles Sonnen because I like the I like the way he got in there. I like the way he ta- he ran his mouth, talked some shit. Uh, yes, I, I one of my favorite lines. He goes he goes. I will not apologize. Listen, guys, if you don't, he's like, if you're not willing to go too far, you will never go far enough. And I was like, <laughs> and I'll be when I heard that, I was like, okay. I was like, "All right, okay." Like after that, I justify, and this is this is a bad take for me, and I've learned from it, and you know I'm okay, you know. <laughs> so I've learned from it, and I understand it was a bad take on his part. But I was I was screaming, "Yeah, fuck Brazil!" Right? <laughs> I was with him, right? Especially within the Ultimate Fighter and freaking him and Vanderlei yeah. fought one now, oh, one man. now, one now, and then they fought, and then um, freaking Vanderlei's bitch ass assistant freaking hit Chael. I was like, I was, I was team Sonnen, bro. I was like, fuck. I was like, yeah, Sonnen. He was like, yeah. I was like, yeah, Sonnen. They play with dirt. I was like, I'm with you, Sonnen. Like, it was, you know what I mean? Granted, I then grew up. 
I then grew up, right? So I understand, and and now that it was it was it was horrible, right? But man, hey, one of my favorite wrestlers on the independent scene, his, his motto is, uh, "If you're not cheating, you're not competing." I love it. I love it. I should have loved it, man. Like, like I, bro, I, man, I, I people shirts because he has one. He, he had shirts made on the front. It says his name, and on the back it has that. that uh, Quote on us. I need one of them shirts. I like that. No, but I, honestly, man, like hey, for me, bro, like because a lot of people go and say, "Oh yeah, Conor McGregor was like, you know, one of the first talkers, you know, like to make it pop." And I'm like, bro, oh, no, no. If you think it was Conor, bro, I'm like, either you don't know or you don't or you have been watching long enough. Because Chael Sonnen is the only guy I know who could lose to Anderson Silva at middleweight. Yeah, and and then I think man. I think it's like I think it was like seven years after he had a lightweight fight, with just just talking, was able to get Dana to give him a lightweight title shot after yeah. a loss against the middleweight champion. I, I <coughs> and and by the way, like and not a single soul questioned it. No, not, not a single soul was like, "What are you doing? Why?" He was the first. Not, not a single soul questioned it. He was the first one. He was the first one to, to start doing the like the pro wrestling promos. Yes, yes, yo. My favorite, my favorite one is when he was in Bell Twenty Four. Tito Ortiz. He goes, Tito, let them let the people know what I do so much. Uh, he's like, he's like, oh, um, you know, he, he's um, he's he's good at using his mouth. His mouth has got him at every fight he's ever had, whatever. And then um. <laughs> and then and then Tito swears he had a banger promo, and all of a sudden Chell goes, "The only person I know who made mouth, uh, who made money using their mouth was his ex-wife, because he went out with the porn star Jen Jameson." And he was like, "Just to clarify, there was no." Uh, he was like, "It was never a marriage." He's like, you "Fucking bitch!" And then Chell was like, "Nasty line by me," and I was just like, "Chell, son, him, you are my idol. I want to be you when I grow up." <laughs> All right, that, that's all the UFC fights. Uh, but before we get out of here, I'll, I'll give you guys my best pick for the day for baseball. I'm not going to break go all break down all the games because we're, we've already went, went an hour and a half with this great. We had a great UFC conversation. So, jeez, I, I talk too much. Oh no, hey, hey, I love. I, <laughs> I think this. I thought it was great. But uh, in baseball, my my favorite game today, I like the Rays and uh, the Rays and Twins. Uh, under nine, under nine runs. I like the Padres over the Rockies money line, and then I like uh, the Braves money line over the Pirates, and the Yankees money line over the Cubs, and the Blue Blue Jays money line over the Tigers. That'd be my best bets of the day for uh for baseball. Let me ask you something before we hop off. Of all of those. Which one you think is the best bet? Like, let's say, let's say of all those, someone can only pick one. Which one do you think is the best out of all those? Um, honestly, the one I like the best is the Rays and Twins under nine because of the pitchers they have on the mound tonight. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> I was about to say, I was about to say the Rays Twins under nine or the Yankees over Cubs. Yeah, Yankees over Cubs as well. Yeah, I was about to say, like, if for me, it would, it would be one of those two. Fuck the Yankees, by the way. But it, it would be it would be one of those two. Like I said, oh, I but, like I said, my best pick, my best my best picks have been uh, doing good. We were 
six and two overall yesterday, four and zero on the best on the best picks. The best picks are ten and two so far this week, uh, going into the day. So we've been pretty hot on baseball uh, this week. So hey, hopefully some people can win some money. If not, I'm. Uh... I don't have the money, I don't have the money to be betting right now, so but I, I like doing the picks and hey, I've been doing I've been pretty hot this week. So. No, if, if if I don't get if I don't win money, I'm talking to your manager. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but, but no pride. I appreciate you coming on, brother. Bro, appreciate you having me. I, I love being able to talk uh, talk about anything, honestly. You know, I love oh, I love, I love UFC, mean. and they don't seem like a lot of people uh, watch it a lot anymore. I don't know what. It's like they're, it seems like it's, it seems like it's died down. So, yeah, it, they're, they're all like John McCain back when he was a senator, and it's human cockfighting. Is it was he yeah. the one who called it human cockfighting? I think it was him so. back when he was the, the, the senator of Arizona. Yeah, I think, I, I think yeah, yeah, I think he 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 called it um human cockfighting. I've been which, watching this since. I've been watching this since the very first one when went no basically no rules. You just fought to somebody got knocked out or quit. Oh my god, bro! No weight classes. It was crazy. No, none at all. And then the and and but people forget back then people the rest couldn't stop it. Yeah. So like the right if the rest wasn't to stop it, he would have to go to the corner and like literally beg them stop yeah. the fight, stop yeah, the fight. Yeah, the corner would have to stop the fight. Right. <laughs> Thank God they changed that because. Uh, they would have never, really? never grew like they did if they didn't. The state nah. No, no, nah, nah. no, 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 hundred percent. It would, it would, it would not be. Not a single soul would have sanctioned it. That's why Gracie sold it because he, he said he wasn't going to turn it into why he didn't want it to be. So he, he wouldn't. Uh, so that's why he sold it because he didn't want to. He didn't want to go by them rules. He wanted to keep it the same, keep it how it was. He's a brave man. Brave man. Oh, yeah. He's crazy. Mm-hmm. But all right, uh, Pride, you got – oh. Ooh, I'm still here. No, I was going uh, uh, I was going to say something. And Damien says, speaking of wrestling and MMA, what's your thoughts on WWE signing, Bell signing Bellator fighters? Uh, it just depends on who they – it just depends on who they're signing and what, they're, yeah. what, like, what they can do. Yeah, like for me, like I don't mind them doing it. As long as they're, uh, as long as they're putting them through the system, through the, yeah. the, the, the development system, and making sure they're good. Yeah. Don't get a guy just because he was a champion. Like for instance, if you go and sign a guy like I don't know Michael Venom Page, right? Let's say it's him, Gegard Mousasi, right? If you're gonna sign one of those guys, just make sure you put them through the, through the system. Make sure they're good. Don't just roll them out. Don't do the mistake you do with Ronda Rousey. Don't yeah. be like, oh, yeah, MMA, great transition, because it's not a smooth transition. No. It's not. People always say, oh, look how good Brock was. And I, and I tell people all the time, you, you, this is revisionist history, bro. This is the Mandela effect. Brock Lesnar, was he was an NCAA wrestler. He did, did all his football, you know, did whatever he wanted to do. Went, you know, wrestled. Went through FCW, which was their developmental system. Yep. Then he went to, then he wrestled. Then he went to the UFC. People pretend yep. like he was at the UFC first and then he came to WWE. Nope. He was in the WWE first already and he went through uh, Florida Championship Wrestling, which was their development, the, the developmental yep. system at the time. So that's why Brock is good. 
don't as long as you don't pull a Ronda Rousey, you know, just roll them out and go, all right, figure yeah, it Brock, out. Brock was a WWE champion before he ever went to the UFC. Yes, <laughs> yes. People, like people, people really forget that. People really forget, you know. So as long as they don't do, do take the Ronda Rousey, the Ronda Rousey route, I have no problem. Do what you're doing with Gable Stevenson. Make sure he's good, comfortable, and he's actually ready to be rolled out there. Yeah, Before he's told, you he's told about that. going back and uh, wrestling another year of college. Yeah, yeah, I heard that too. I bet Vince is tight. Ah, fuck this guy. Oh no, maybe maybe they're doing that. And he's still working on his development. You know, maybe probably because because I mean it's probably gonna be like another two years anyway. So, but all right, uh, are you got any final thoughts? Appreciate you having me, man. Um. Hey, tell people, Celtics, can, tell people Celtics they five. Find, find your show at. Facebook, YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Prideful Takes Podcast. If y'all want to see an ugly motherfucker babble about sports, that's where you want to be. I'm going live today, Facebook and YouTube, 6 p.m. Eastern time. If you disagree with me, tell me how much of a piece of shit I am, and I'll yell right back at you. It'll Then afterwards, as soon as I'm done, I'll be on Spotify, so... Come call me a cancer. Say I'm worse than Vladimir Putin, and I'll tell you I'll poop on your chest. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate <laughs> you joining us. Uh, you can yes, find, you can find, of course, you can find our stuff at uh, Gonzo Sports Room, YouTube, Facebook, Twitch. Uh, follow us on social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, all that. Uh, we'll be doing a live pro wrestling show tomorrow night at 7 p.m. Eastern. If you like old school wrestling, uh, check it out. They, they put on a pretty good show there in Kokomo. Uh, so we'll be live on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch at Gonzo Sports Room. And you can also find Easy Money, a sports betting show on the ASAP All Sports All Plays Network. Uh, Got to make sure we give ASAP a shout out as well. Yeah, because if not, Freddie will pop up and be like, yo, Chris. Chris. <laughs> <laughs> Much love, Fred Ward. Much love. <laughs> uh, but thanks for joining us. Ha have a good weekend. Stay safe. Yes, sir.